Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Well, this morning, six elephants are expected to fly into Omaha for the Henry Dorley Zoo. Operation Dumbo Drop. Remember that movie? Yes. Yes. Bill Murray. (laughs) And I think it's Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) It's like one of those, like, this is an unlikely pair. Why were they parachuting in elephants? I can't remember. She was like a doctor, I think, or, and he was, I can't, I don't know. It was one of those like weird 90s movies where you're like, this is just terrible. I don't know how this got greenlit. Uh, the elephants were loaded into crates and onto a 747 bound for the U.S. on Tuesday. They made a brief stop in Dallas, and then they're on their way here. The one uh, sad note is is that originally it was supposed to be 18 elephants delivered to the U.S., six for each zoo. But uh, one of the elephants died well, in December. Good. Yeah, they yeah. died. In, but by the way, they died in that in that uh, in Swayze land. In, under the, yeah. yeah, it was an acute gastrointestinal medical condition, which the zoos say was impossible to treat. So now it's 17 elephants that are being delivered, which means one less for Dallas. But uh, Henry Dorley Zoo in Wichita each still get the six that they were. Sorry, promised. Dallas. Yeah, you're, I don't know what you're talking about with uh, Bill Murray. D- Dumbo Drop was Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, and Dennis Leary. Okay. I didn't see it. What one's the one with Bill well, Murray and the I mean, because they parachute the, the yeah. elephants in. <laughs> parachute. I got to look this up because there was some horrible one where it was Bill Murray and Janine Garofalo. And it was like... I think they, it was just a comedy that where an elephant was involved. You think so? Larger Than Life is well, the one that that was... It's a lot different than Operation Dumbo. I know, but it was a motivational speaker who uh, got the mantra, get over it, and then he learns about a circus... Cl- it's all... It's got a... It's and just... It's a, it's a younger Danny Glover. I mean, look at that cast. Wow. And it's sort of a ser- pseudo-serious... The cover is Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, and Dennis Leary. <laughs> it's 1995. <laughs> to, keep, to, keep the loyalty, to keep the loyalty of a village during Vietnam War, a U.S. Army officer and his unit struggle to deliver it a live elephant. Wow. But why? So they parachute in an, a live elephant. Is Chris Rock in that, too? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think... <laughs> Should have won the Academy Award that year, but I mean, Oscars was so white. How did it not? Just saying. You know, um, those uh, those um, animal activists should be ashamed of themselves. They could be responsible, right? Absolutely. You know, they delayed this thing. I thought um, when I when they, when it came out that that happened, I, INC felt this awful feeling of like, oh God. Now the animal activists are really going to get crazy and, and pissed off. But then you t- come to realize that they. He died in his captivity when he could have been here. I mean, come on. Animal activists so often do the worst of things for the best of intentions. Ah, Really? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, they say it's for the greater good, but they're, you know, they're always wackadoos. What is the deal with that? 
Well, they're coming. They're going to be yeah. here. The elephants uh, could be arriving as soon as this morning. So the last time the Henry Dorley Zoo had elephants, 2011. It's been a while. Why did they go away? Uh, I think they were redoing their exhibit, weren't they? Or they? I don't know. I mean, they got old and they sent them to other zoos. I'm not sure. Exactly. I just thought I said that that was weird because there's just Henry Dorley Zoo is like one of the greatest. It's like the greatest in the world. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have elephants. Mm-hmm. I think that. And you go down there and you're like, that's like the base package. Elephants. That even crummy zoos have an elephant. I right. just, I didn't like how it, it was set up because the elephants are way on top of that hill. You got to hike. Remember, you got to hike up. Or you, if you take the train, the train drops you off right at the elephants. Um, but uh, I think one of them got sick or died or something. I mean, so the other one hippos. was lonely or something like that. They've had hippos there for a while, and it yeah. always seems like uh, if you can take care of a hippo, can't you take care of an elephant? I didn't think so. They're yeah. just like giant dinosaurs. They just walk around and eat. So I guess they're going to spend time in quarantine before going on public view. Omaha's exhibit is expected to open Memorial Day. So after they arrive at Epley, they're going to go to a 29,000 square foot elephant family quarters. It's part of this new African grasslands exhibit that they've got. It's got four acres of like outdoor space specifically for the elephants. But I think that they're going to spend some time, um, you know, get, kind of getting them acclimated to the area before so this they... this is going to be a banner year. Yeah, this is going to be a big summer for them. This is a big unveil, like, ta-da! They were breaking down, like, the, the amount of people that they got this year from... Already? 2016 on has been insane. Oh, because the, the weather? Nice weather, yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet elephants. elephants. I mean, like, the zoo's like... like like the number one draw. I mean, the amount of people that, that nice? go through that thing. It's unbelievable. It's nice. It's, it's a nice It's zoo. like having uh, SeaWorld or whatever. I mean, it's a national draw. Yeah. That desert dome is so cool. You see yeah. that on the horizon. It just is, it's so iconic. Like, you see that and you're like, that's neat. I mean, all the, when you drive into the t- city and you see it gleaming. I mean, I'm just I'm saying, as a local, you sometimes you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. You don't realize, like, people driving on the interstate across the country will go, oh, wow, there's, there's if that they're aware zoo. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should stop by this thing. It's like the greatest zoo in the country. Yeah. So the Huskers are uh, on after a big win last night. They're, basketball? Yeah, basketball. Huskers, basketball. Uh, it's going to be Big Ten tournament tonight. Last night they upset the Wisconsin Badgers 63-57. to It was a tight game, but uh, they, they, they beat them. Uh, the team will now play Maryland in Friday's quarterfinals, and it starts tonight Is at 8-15. 7 to 58 We're talking about the guys? We're talking about the guys, right? Yeah. What score? What score do you have? I had uh, sixty-three to fifty-seven. I got seventy to fifty-eight. Okay, maybe I got the wrong numbers. I mean, that's a heck of a win. Sounds like you got the wrong numbers. I got the wrong numbers. Yeah, seventy to fifty-eight. That's, they a, that's a big win over a hell of a team. <laughs> that's yes. great. And then Iowa lost yesterday. They're out of it. Uh, so yeah, it was a good day yesterday. We'll just say that. Uh, so you're kind of saying Iowa lost with like joy in your heart. <laughs> you wanted to really throw that in there. Because <laughs> yeah. we're saying that Nebraska went like a positive. Yeah. And Ooh. you're like, yeah, I know, an Iowa loss. <laughs> it was a great it was a great day. You're like, whoa, 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 back it up, hater. <laughs> you just want to throw out a little haterade. A little haterade with your breakfast. Pull yourself a cup. <laughs> uh, sadly, Creighton men's basketball, they fell to Seton Hall last night. Did you hear that wrong tone? score? Did you hear Molly's tone? Molly's was sad. Okay. This was a loss. <laughs> Not oh, like, Creighton yay! Lost. Uh, and uh, Iowa lost? <laughs> Creighton lost. Boo. Uh, and here locally, it's uh, state high school basketball. 
And last night, uh, Creighton won, Creighton Prep won, yeah. and they go on to the semifinals. They're going to meet up against Fremont tonight at uh, 845 Pinnacle Bank Do Arena. Ever go to those games? Pre- uh, Prep Central. It was down in Lincoln. Oh. I know. I need to, man. Do you get a lot of it? Because you have, I mean, all your buddies are, are Creighton well, it's guys. Our so. good, it's our good buddy Josh is the yeah. basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's neat because uh, it's just funny that we're that old. But Josh was really intense. Um, he was our star quarterback when I was at, in high school. So when I was in high school, we were lucky. Prep won state every year. God, that's we awesome. forget how spoiled we were. I was just a fan. But Josh was our star quarterback. Like, you know, it's a big deal when you start. I think Josh started soft. He made the varsity team. That's a big deal. I think all four years, like, the quarterback got hurt. I think Josh was the starter sophomore, junior, senior year. And we won state. And Josh was a, took it pretty serious during the season. What a fun. So he's just he's an intense guy. And so it's cool that he's the basketball coach. Yeah. Because he kind of pours that into the kids, that intensity. What a yeah. great high so school it's just, career. I think it's just that you're a good motivator. At first, people gave him grief, like... He's a football player. How's he going to coach basketball? But isn't it the that's it's just passion? The beauty. It's the motivation. Yeah. Can you motivate men? It's boys. all about find. No, no, you men. All right, men. You ask yeah. all those coaches. Sure, they're all boys, but where are the men? Well, uh, the other uh, local, you know, the Class A is uh, Papillion La Vista. They're going to go up against Omaha South that's in semifinals tonight, seven o'clock. That's Remember that big when, he, uh, when Hasty was coach of the Lancers? I thought that was the best. Every year you'd ask him, "How's your team?" And he'd go, still looking for my men. I mean, he wouldn't say that every year, but if it was early in the season, yeah. mm-hmm. like he broke it down by that. I'm still looking for my men. I'm the finding men. the men on the team. And then once he finds them, it's like it takes care of itself. He's got to find a couple men I guess for like a right. captain. I yeah. can handle the locker room and like, hey, guys, yeah. like let's get, yeah. I mean, you definitely need that peer group to like help. It didn't matter who if he had talented players, some awesome skill guys, or an amazing goalie. He's like... If there were years where he's like, I don't have any men. Nobody wants to step up. Felt step like he didn't up. Have a, didn't have a team yet. You're a leader. When you need, don't have an alpha. It's just a bunch of betas. You're right. Hanging around. It's tough. I'm trying to think back in my high school career. Uh, you know that moment of what happens uh, in the locker room when you're not there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You we gotta, didn't have really men no. on our on our senior team now actually That's like it doesn't hard. have to be one guy but a strong a, like a core of a captain we had like, one i mean i was like a i i was like a, they kind of switched around they had one guy and then they were like hey jeff you get to be captain this game and i was like okay awesome so you'd play to get to that position because what you wanted to do is walk out on that field and do the coin flip right and then your helmet off and all the ladies to check you out so you can get some ass later in the afternoon. Gross. <laughs> I mean, it's Stop. understandable when you're the coach. <laughs> you're right. That's what it was. You're trying to motivate these guys, but right. That's you're, how you do you're it. You're 17, 18. And you're Hormones like, are running. Yeah, lot. you get out there, you're like, yeah, you're walking cooler. You're walking. I mean, everything. You just, yeah, it's, it's an you awesome guys, feeling to walk out there, by the way, on a coin flip. It really is. You're just out. You're the only guys out there. You feel like you're the best. You're the best of them all. And you know you're going to get that A. You're going to get that A in the afternoon. Really? <laughs> why is Mom, it you the, I don't understand. Why is it in the afternoon? afternoon you're going to get delight. that ass in the afternoon. Aren't you playing at, or were you playing morning football? Because <laughs> right, you weren't the that good. The coin costs at 8 in the morning. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? You play football at night. At like 11. 11 no. in the morning. Uh, we have lights. The A team plays at Wait night. This is so sad. Yeah, and that's yeah. This is punching a hole in all of his Friday night lights. <laughs> High school football stories. You played all of your football games at 11 in the morning. And in the daytime. And you know what sucked about this? So there this? had to have been zero crowds. <laughs> oh, it was awful. 
It's on the championship. I'm telling you, we didn't have lights, right? Thank you, Dodds, military. No one had lights in the field. Yeah, he didn't have light until Until, I don't know, a couple years after I graduated. Now, remember, I came from, we came from the United States. I've always wanted to play under the lights. Always wanted to play Friday night, Thursday night, Saturday night. I didn't care for Sunday night. You want to play at night because it's just that something about playing under the lights is awesome. Huh. Well, and I so never got to do that. Played, I want to do it you now. You played your, your Air Force Brat, so it was Wiesbaden yeah. in Germany. Yeah. And I'm thinking they don't play <laughs> American football over there then. Football but didn't American? they play soccer at night? You think that, I guess the 80s they didn't have lighted fields. No, they still field. We had to share our field uh, during the day. Wow. Yeah, so it's just kind of... So so 11 a.m. baseball, uh, <laughs> football. No baseball. Gonna, gonna get that ass in the <laughs> afternoon. Get that ass. Jeff, you are looking like the athletic highlight of high school with your gymnastics <laughs> career. Why? Because I played in the daytime, Molly? Yes. You were under the bleachers. We Ow! played at night, but we didn't do it under the lights. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the gym and you didn't tell your parents. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dirty secret. Nestle is recalling some of its frozen food products because of concerns that they might contain glass pieces. Ooh, yummy. I know, delicious. Sort of uh, a new angle, though. We mm-hmm. haven't heard this yet. Uh, DiGiorno Pizza, Lean Cuisine, and Stouffer's. They say that they believe the glass may be linked to spinach. Uh, Nestle says no injuries have been reported, but they're recalling several of the products that contain spinach. So other products being recalled are like the DiGiorno Pizzeria Tuscan Style, the Chicken Pizza, and then the Stouffer's Chicken Lasagna. So if you have any of the DiGiorno pizzas, Lean Cuisines, or Stouffer's that contain spinach, you may want to take a little extra look. It, uh, it seems like on these recalls have become alarmingly common. Yeah. Um, oh, is, it, yeah. is it because more or- oversight is catching them, or I think, is it the opposite? I think, it's, I think what it is now is uh, maybe... It's, I think in the past, maybe they just kind of risked it. You know what I mean? Like, all right, we'll just kind of weed it out, see how bad it gets. Now it's like, well, this is going to get bad and we're going to get sued. I don't think companies ever, you know, I, I don't think they, I mean, when it came to food, I don't think that they ever were like, well, we'll just pretend like we didn't know. You don't think us. so? Not on big stuff. I mean, I they they could have been, I, I, I think once, nobody. I, I think once they find out that there's something like this, they do they do a voluntary recall. I no. just think it's more. Um, I mean, there's just more food. We're we're processing more. I mean, it, there's just more opportunities for the food that we eat to yeah. to get screwed up. How fat am I? I you, you say Stouffer's, I think mm, yummy. You say the journals, I'm like, oh yeah. But then you say Lean Cuisine, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Seems like Is that st- your internal monologue when you hear each of those? <laughs> yeah, I actually like Stouffer's. For some reason, I think of pasta. I don't know why. Um, I just think of um, comfort food. And the, the journals, of course, I think of pizza. Right. Like, you know, I think of whatever. I just I hate Gross. food recalls. It just seems like they happen yeah. all the time now. Listeria. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's scary Corn stuff. objects, E. coli, uh, salmonella. And right. as a consumer, it's frustrating because what can you do? It's like um, it's like talking about shark attacks. If you live near the beach, what are you mm-hmm. gonna do? Not swim? Yeah. There's really not a lot you could do. What are you gonna not eat? Yeah. Well, you just I guess have to uh, find out more locally sourced or more. I mean, the less steps that somebody else is handling your food, the less likely that it's out of your control. You know, I mean, it's just cooking more at home, I guess, or making more from scratch. More farm to table, right? I think it's all farm to table. They gotta grow it on a farm someplace. Party go. Wake it up. Wake up here. Wake up laughing. 
Russia has found a really classy way to send your friends a text message. It is called Tgram. And you... A T-gram? A T-gram. And standing, you, my friend... Standing for something else? The boob. The boob. Are able to uh, select your favorite model online and then send a text of your future message. And then as soon as, like, an hour later, you'll receive a ready, like, photo card that you can then send to a friend as a gift. And it's uh, basically, uh, you write a gift, you write the uh, the words, and they will print them on a woman's chest, and then you can send it to your buddy. So it's really actually drawn on, it's, n- it's not a graphic. I would imagine it's probably a graphic. graphics, well, I mean, if they're actually drawing on someone, it's different. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, the, I guess it's the brainchild of these Russian programmers. The um, opposite of Sergey Brin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it costs thirty dollars. There is more. Uh, there is a more budget option, um, like a, a like a more budgety option of eight dollars. But for that, you can't choose the model. So the administrator just decides who will be the chest in which your message is written on. So it's written and then sent to you? Yeah. You can, I mean, you go and, and there it is. This is, we'll go nowhere. It's set up though <laughs> nice. Stink up your message, mm-hmm. pay securely, wait an hour, yeah. share your blank. This whole idea is how my cousin now is like, is, has two successful businesses. <laughs> Very successful started with what we needed was this template. Yeah. But we weren't going to send titty grams. We were going to do a prank phone call website right. okay. that we thought, well, how will we, we just, we figured if it took off, we'd be over our head. But the point right. was people could come up with, they could go online, they could pick sort of the voices, uh-huh. we have a bunch of examples, they could write a brief message, pay for it, and, and then, then within, we weren't going to give them an hour, we we're going to give them within 24, 48 hours, right. we'd crank call the person, record it, put it up on the website, they could listen to it and download it. Wow. Ah, I that's see. That's pretty cool. Okay. But, but that is a lot of overhead. That's a lot of The whole process of like how do you get people to pay online, this is a long time ago. Yeah. In that process, my cousin kind of got the gears going. He was a cop at the time of how to just monetize a security company. But anyway, honest to God, that's how he came up with that. Oh, really? He originally wanted to do a crank. I, I don't know how we're going to pull it off. I'm like, what are we going to be like? <laughs> now he's in security. <laughs> You'll be like, we're going to hey, be on a bunch the, of phones, like telemarketers, like, hey, this is <laughs> Waka Waka. <laughs> Yeah. Baruga. So this is uh, a tittygram. Yes. Yes. Virtual postcards that feature messages scrawled across very impressive uh, racks. Um, you look at some of these and, I mean, the girls are very well endowed and they're wearing lingerie or, you know, what have you. I mean, or a guy. Naked. You, can also, you can also choose a dude. I want my message written on a man's chest. Yes. That's a whole different. I think that might be like $2. I don't know how much more you're <laughs> yeah. paying. I don't know. Fifteen bucks is that worth it? No, no gosh, no. I mean, you get it's it for thirty dollars I mean. to do the like the high end one. The budget option is eight bucks, but you don't get to choose the model. So I think it's just some ladies like, hey, I write chest note for you. You're like, oh, those are the saddest looking. Well, I know. What if you wanted sad, like old lady, as a prank, <laughs> like old 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 lady? Maybe you pay for that then. Maybe that's part of the thirty dollar package. Doesn't necessarily mean that they got to be high, you know, high and tight. Might be just whatever you This looks you're into. like it's really written on their chest. Yeah, I know. It looks it looks like that. I mean, so, but I mean, what are these women just waiting in like a stall somewhere for some guy to take a sharpie and write on them? I I don't know the viability. For me, it seems that it would be more viable to just 
you know, Photoshop. I mean, of, the uh, website's slick. It says, as featured in Playboy, The Independent, The Telegraph. Whenever I see that, I see fake. Like that no, fake. I mean, this, this is real. spent a lot of money on it. It's just, I think, who wants go, that to go that forward with a bad idea, with a mediocre idea. But I don't I, know. These I guys guess are probably millionaires. 6,000 messages yeah. have been sent. To date. Oh wow! So come up with a, 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 an idea. Aren't you guys sick of working for the man? Yeah. Everybody out there is making money. Mm-hmm. Just it seems just, like there's a sucker born every day. It's a dumb. You just have to have a dumb idea. I mean, look at that face swapping app that 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 Facebook just bought. By the way, uh, bought the whole damn company. Um, just something like simple like that. Um, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. How do you focus on these millennials? Everything's changing so fastly. Boom, boom, boom. You know, because they're doing, now these apps are coming out, these other ideas are coming out, like, uh, for funeral. How sad is this? I think this whole idea seems lost in translation. I don't get it. Disclose how much the women make. He said that at first he was, like, trying to find women, and then now he's like, no, they clamor. Like, there's, like, 70 women who have been featured in the messages since the project first launched. He wouldn't say how much they get paid, but according to Russian media... Two dollars to six dollars and fifty cents per. I shot. don't think it does That's anything terrible. for me. I feel like the message is getting in the way of the. Of if, the if it's supposed to be base, base male needs that you're yeah. just selling boobs, the me- it's like parking a goat in front of a Lamborghini. You know, you're like get right. out of the way. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it's not moving the needle for you. Not for me either. Okay, that, I mean, I, was I just think curious. That, I mean, I, I think that'd be a great way to propose. Would you marry me? That'd be fantastic. He sent me a titty gram, and it was the sweetest thing. He asked me to marry him, and it was this unbelievably heaving cleavage of some Russian woman who got paid $2 to do it. So romantic. And then he proposed with a blood diamond. I did see on cable yesterday the ad for the Russian mail-order bride on major television network. <laughs> did did you call really? Anastasia? Did you see oh, that? yes, uh-huh. I have seen that. Is- call her Anast- it's like Anastasia.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like his whirlwind romance, and she's a Russian bride. It's just putting a new spin. They don't say RussianBride.com. They're like Anastasia. I guess they can't really say. And they say you can meet a beautiful, <laughs> you can meet a bu- beautiful European model type. Why not? Woman, but it's a Russian girl. Like, well, dude, you know I, this, all right, I like you on my boobs. I'll come to country, not speak English. Leave you after a green card. You're like, okay, well, don't think oh, we're getting boy. a good deal for while you are here. Yeah, right, I mean, well, just letting people know that that's out fair. there. Okay, I'll link it you. on our Facebook page in case people want to send that super tender message to that loved one this weekend. Molly, uh-huh. you can freelance. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. husband's <laughs> all right with it. It's extra income. Hey, man, I mean, extra $2. I mean, 2 to $6 per shot. I mean, I'll be I mean, couldn't you going to see home? matinees all the time. You could. I mean, you think maybe that's the idea in the world of like this, this guy's company, that he hires the models yeah. from wherever they're at, and he just emails them, all right, right. Ha, uh, you know, have fun on your fishing trip, Gary. Write it on your jugs. And then send me the photo and I put it on the website, right? Your <laughs> jugs. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> what but, do you do for brother? a living, Lisa? Well, I've been working at home. I draw messages <laughs> on my jugs. And I upload it to a website. I get uh, I get $2 a, ju- $2 a jug. You know, well, actually, thing, it's $2 for two jugs. It's $1. It's a dollar a jug. A jug. A dollar jug. I mean, cool. it's just for those moments that Hallmark just doesn't capture the tenderness. And somebody will send a titigram. I mean, it's just, uh, you you just, you know, you go through the aisle at Walgreens and you just didn't find the right, right. message. The new I, talking card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On your jugs. Jeez. Only you don't want her to talk. Don't talk. 
Uh, Cammie, how are you, dear? I'm good. All right. That When's the last Friday. time you heard the word jugs? It's been high school. I mean, I love that or word. How about a tittygram? Uh, you know, I think I probably used jugs last night in the conversation. I hate to say, but I, oh, I did. Did you really? I well, love it. You know, that's how we what do you do? I mean, everybody knows when you say jugs, they know what you're talking about. <laughs> totally. Jugs. 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 Can't get enough? Here's today and past shows on the Big Party Show podcast. On your smartphone. Mobile device. Or at channel941.com. Adam Levine is going to be a dad. Is he, he really? He yeah. just got married, too. Wow, yeah. look at that. He's moving quick. He and his wife, Bahati Prinzlu, uh, they are reportedly expecting their first child. Uh, she's 12 weeks along, so just uh, entering her second trimester. They uh, got married in July of 2014, and they said that they'd like to have a big family, uh, so I guess they're getting started. Um, the couple has already learned the uh, the baby's gender, but I guess they're just not sharing it with the rest of us. But yeah, they're uh, all excited for first time baby. Gwen Stefani, despite moving on publicly with uh, her new boyfriend, Blake Shelton, uh, Gwen, who's got a new album coming out uh, next week, is doing a bunch of you know media and she did an interview with the New York Times and shared that she's still in shock about her divorce from Gavin Rosdale. They were married for 13 years. She's in shock? I thought they were married for more than that. They were together longer than that. They were just married for 13 years. Um, she said, if I could, I would just tell you everything and you would be in shock. She said, uh, it's a really good, juicy story. Well, you remember, he'd been on the road. We've seen him. I like Gavin Rousdale. Mm -hmm. I love the Van Bush. But we've seen when Gavin has come through Stir Cove. He seems like he still really kind of works it. Yes. Works the crowd. I mean, he takes his shirt off. Yeah. Doesn't he seem mm -hmm. like yeah. he's on the edge of being like a performer from Thunder from Down Under? <laughs> I mean, the chicks love it, man. The guy knows. Right. I guess if you, got, if you still can pull your shirt off and chicks go crazy. But, like, if you go, you, you want him to, like, I want to hear him do Come Down and a bunch of, like, classic Bush songs. Yes. Does he it's not? like, I got to sit through all the other crap. Uh, a bunch of man candy moments. Gross. I don't mind it. Stir, I've, you? I've not seen him at Stir. I just know from what, what you've said and everybody else said. And then oh, I, I remember seeing Bush back in the day down yeah. at the Pacific Auditorium where he was all over the bass player who was filling in. He yeah. was like, yeah, she's filling in tonight. And then he was, like, kind of hitting on her from stage. And I remember being at the show being like, are him and Gwen not, not work together it? anymore? So yeah. he is kind of maybe a cad, is what I wonder if what she's saying. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, from uh, I think that he has a wandering eye. The big deal was is that it all came down to the alleged nanny-related drama. So the thing was is that they had this nanny that they had for forever since, uh, like, I think Kingston right. was a baby. And then it came out that maybe she was being more than a nanny where Gavin was involved. Doing a little Schwarzenegger. That mm -hmm. they, yes, that there was some. And now, just this week, it's come out that that nanny is pregnant. Um, though it's, uh, I, the, you know, the, the boyfriend, I, she's got a boyfriend now. And I think that they're saying that he's the father. That it's Molly not was Gavin. a nanny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. How many people? Oh, never mind. I mean, I was, could you see it happen? Did yeah. you ever have the, the, the dad opportunity? give you eyes? No, because it wasn't, uh, she was single. You know, she was a single mom. I mean, she was uh, dating, uh, seriously, this guy who she's now married to. But no, there was never a, like that awkward, like, dad moment. Like, please. You only not never winger, right? Yes. Oh, I okay. thought you'd, you'd nannied for more people. Uh, no, I mean, she was like my one, uh, th th she was pretty much my one employer like, guys, in the nanny business. I mean, how long did you nanny for her? Uh, a couple years. So you guys built a relationship? Yeah. Do you guys talk? 
Uh, I haven't talked to her in years. I mean, like, I remember she sort of went quiet. Like, she just sort of retired from the spotlight. I kept in touch with her for a while. And then now I've, I've since, like, lost touch. Um, she got married and she sort of went into private life. But it's just interesting. I mean... I can, you know, you hear these stories about the nanny, and it's just, I think it's just one of those things, it's probably a crime of opportunity for these guys. Nannies are probably young and, you know, cute or whatever, and they're just around all the time. Um, So, but uh, Gwen has a new album coming out. She goes, this is what the truth feels like, and it's coming out March 18th. The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man.